Hi, my name is Sahara Abdi. My name is Olivia Waddell. And my name is Victoria Yang. Today, we are giving a rundown about Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease is a brain disorder that gradually impairs thinking and memory abilities, as well as the capacity to do even the most basic tasks. The majority of Alzheimer's patients have their initial symptoms later in life. Experts estimate that more than 6 million Americans, the majority of whom are 65 or older, may have dementia brought on by Alzheimer's disease. The complex brain alterations associated with Alzheimer's disease are still being fully understood by scientists. Before symptoms start to show, changes in the brain may start 10 years earlier. The brain is undergoing harmful alterations at this extremely early stage of Alzheimer's, including excessive protein buildups that result in amyloid plaques and tau tangles. Formerly healthy neurons stop working, lose their connections to other neurons, and eventually die. Individuals with Alzheimer's experience different initial symptoms. For many, the very early stages of the disease may be indicated by a reduction in non-memory cognitive abilities, such as word finding, vision spatial difficulties, and impaired thinking or judgment. Although it should be noted that symptoms may differ between men and women. We'll expand on that later. Why older people are disproportionately affected by Alzheimer's is one of its major riddles. This concern is being researched in normal brain aging research. For instance, researchers are learning how the damage caused by Alzheimer's disease may result from age-related changes in the brain, then injured neurons and other types of brain cells. These age-related alterations include mitochondrial malfunction, blood vessel damage, inflammation, shrinking of specific brain regions, and blood vessel damage, otherwise known as breakdown, as a breakdown of energy production within a cell. The majority of Alzheimer's patients have the disease's late-onset variant, in which symptoms first appear in patients in their mid-60s or later. Although a specific gene that causes late-onset Alzheimer's has not been identified, Having a version of the APOE gene enhances a person's risk. While we've discussed a lot about Alzheimer's, there is still so much left to cover. Next, we'll take a deep dive into different symptoms in men and women, as well as new treatment methods and new research studies that have been conducted. Alzheimer's can affect both men and women. However, there are more women affected with this disease than men. According to the Alzheimer's Association, the amount of women with Alzheimer's in America is equivalent to about two-thirds of Americans with the disorder. Approximately six million Americans have Alzheimer's and four million of those people are women. The chances of a woman developing Alzheimer's at the age of 45 is one in five. One reason for why women are more likely to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's is age. Women are more likely to live longer than men and old age is a big factor in memory loss. More causes are still unknown and being discovered. There is a theory that the reproductive process can be a factor. The time of the first menstrual period, the age of which menopause occurs, and the time period between the two could be sources of the issue. According to the Alzheimer's Association International Conference, researchers saw that changes in the construction and functions of a woman's brain can lead to an accelerated production of tau. Tau is a protein that clusters together and leads to damage to the cell and cell death. Even though women are more likely to develop Alzheimer's, men are still susceptible. The chance for a 45-year-old man to develop Alzheimer's is 1 in 10. According to Bright Focus Foundation, men with Alzheimer's are more aggressive than women. However, the male hormone testosterone is a factor in influencing the lower level risk for men. Some testosterone changes to estrogen. For women, after menopause, there is a great decrease of estrogen. However, the decline is not as big for men. This can reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. 
In a report by the National Institutes of Health over observations of the Swedish twin registry, researchers found that the rate of incidence at a certain age for any type of dementia was pretty much the same for men and women until early 80s, and the gap widened immensely with 85 to 90 years of age. However, with specifically Alzheimer's, the rate began to separate earlier on at the age of 80 and sometimes 75, even though some data does overlap at older ages. Alzheimer's was first described in 1906. However, researchers have not yet been able to discover a cure for the disease. Since then, there have been many new treatments, developments, and research to help combat this disease. Here are some of them. The first one is gene therapy. And this is a treatment that involves modifying a person's genes to treat or prevent disease. In the case of Alzheimer's disease, gene therapy aims to modify or replace genes that are involved in the development or progression of the disease. One approach to gene therapy for Alzheimer's is to target the tau protein, which forms tangles in the brain that are associated with this disease. Researchers are exploring the use of small RNA molecules to target the expression of the tau gene, which could reduce the levels of the protein in the brain. While gene therapy is still in the early stages of development for Alzheimer's disease, it holds promise as potential treatment option. The next treatment is non-invasive brain stimulation, and it is a type of treatment for Alzheimer's disease that involves using external devices to stimulate specific regions of the brain without the need for surgery. The techniques it uses, such as transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS, and transcranial direct current stimulation, TDCS, has shown promise in improving cognitive function and reducing symptoms of depression and anxiety in people with Alzheimer's disease. TMS involves using magnetic fields to simulate neurons in the brain, while TDCS involves passing a low electric current throughout the brain. These techniques can be used to simulate specific regions of the brain that are involved in memory and cognitive function. It has also been found that TMS improved cognitive function in people with Alzheimer's disease, particularly in the areas of attention and working memory. However, larger clinical trials are still needed to determine the optimal stimulation perimeters, the most effective brain regions to target, and the long-term effects of the treatment on cognitive function and the quality of life in people with Alzheimer's. The last discovery is not a treatment, but lifestyle interventions that researchers have found to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. These are things such as exercise, a healthy diet, stress management, sleep, cognitive stimulation, and social engagement, which can improve cognitive function. Scientists are also exploring the use of dietary supplements such as omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D, and cursamen as potential treatments for Alzheimer's. Thank you for listening to our podcast on Alzheimer's. This is Sahara. This was Victoria. And this is Olivia. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode in our STEM innovation series. See you next time.